Welcome to the Gate Crashers Podcast, where we storm the gates of publishing and dare to talk about the realities of the industry. I'm your Ivory Tower representative, Amanda Liedeke, literary agent and vice president at McGregor and Liedeke. And I'm your self-publishing insider, Therese Crow, novelist and speaker. Today, we are talking about type B personality authors. Last week, we talked about type A, I mean, just all of the craziness and amazingness that they are. And so this week it's about type B and yes. type B, these are, <laughs> these are the people that are just usually endearing. They are go with the flow. They are not too uptight about things. I mean, of course, sometimes they are, but I mean, right. they're really, really easy to work with right? as authors. Like I'm really excited for this episode because when we had our take one trying to do um, this, this little mini series, you gave me this like incredibly accusatory look when you said type B (laughs) and considering that we just went through type A last week and we used my husband as an example and I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I bet I'm going to hit like all the notes on type B. This is going to be all me. Well, this will be super interesting and yeah, bring it on. I invite it. And like, as the caveat people, you can't put people in the boxes. So we're not saying that everyone fits either type A or either type B. A lot of times there's crossover, right? But in general, right? In general, general, Mm -hmm. there's people lean a certain way. So for type Bs, we're talking about their strengths and then things from those strengths that can turn into issues or weaknesses or what have you. Um, so first I think they're just, they're easygoing laid back. They're not trying to sell you anything approach tends to really win people over in their own way in more of an, I think in more of an intimate way than the type a wins people over. Right. Yeah. Um, but I think, on the flip side, that laid back, go with the flow approach prevents type B people from pushing themselves to ask questions, to reach out, to take that step forward. Um, because to there's this set and follow through on goals. <laughs> yes, thank you. Very difficult. Yes. That's just something that is that I've noticed in my own authors who lean this way. They need to be, you know, they need someone to be checking in with them to make sure that they're doing all the things that they're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's just, that's just how it goes. We do need a little bit of babysitting time and again. Um, the next one about type B, I think their agreeability, because they're typically pretty agreeable people. Right. Like that just makes interactions, meetings, emails, like most everything is positive and upbeat. And there's like never, there's like barely ever an issue, but Mm -hmm. it's important to be the squeaky wheel sometimes. Yes. Like you need to step into that mode because it is true. The squeaky wheel gets the grease. I know the squeaky wheel gets the most of my time. (laughs) I'm not happy about it, but And one of the things about that's negative about being agreeable and easy to work with is sometimes we are that way because we're so Mm anti-conflict that we don't always speak up for ourselves or 
state what we actually want, um, which just makes it a problem down the road one way or another. Yeah. Right now, I am finally having my uh, book cover redesigned because I was, I was unhappy with the the finished image. Um, the cover itself is great, but that central image is of a dragon egg, and I was never happy with how it looked. But the guy I worked with at first, he just didn't seem to be doing what I was telling him to do. His work wasn't matching the sample work that he had provided. And at some point I just said, I don't think this is going to happen. And I gave up yeah. and I sent somebody else to fix it. And he kind of fixed it, but, but also not really. And so now I'm with a third person who is just starting over from scratch and she's doing incredible. But if I had spoken up on that first time, I could have had a book cover that I would have been a lot happier with. And then I wouldn't have remaining books to sell a table runner that has the old cover a standing banner that's two-sided that has the old cover <laughs> and magnets that now have the old cover. Yeah, it's, it's much better if you just speak up for yourself the first time around. Yeah. I've had type B leaning authors who they don't even want to negotiate their contract because they are just a, they're afraid that like the contract's just going to disappear at the slightest bit of pushback, right? Which is, you know, that's not going to happen, but that's what, that's their fear. Right. Um, so they just want to like accept it all and move forward and yay, we got this book deal. And, and here's the thing though, like with the whole being the squeaky wheel, I love it when I can find, when I finally know how to serve these authors I have who are very not needy. Right. And when they finally speak up and say, I really need this. Mm -hmm. That's like, I love that. Cause it's like, okay, finally, I know how I can serve them. I know what I can do for them. Right. Whereas before it's just like, I hope they're okay. I don't really know what to do. Cause they seem like everything's fine, you know? And it's just, right. Then it puts like, I want to serve, I want to help. And it's enjoyable to then get a win for someone who is typically very easygoing and just very lovely to work with in general. Mm -hmm. So the next thing I have for type B authors, I think that their tendency to be followers ensures that they actually hear the advice that people give them. Yes, I agree with that. However, and that's a great thing right? To actually right. hear the advice that experts, when your agent tells you something, you're hearing it. When the marketing team tells you something, you are actually hearing it. But I think on the flip side, I've noticed a danger of that is to fall into the, just tell me what to do and I'll do it approach. Hmm. Because that's no one ever hit the bestseller list by just being told what to do. Right. At some point you have to own your book, your launch, your career, yourself, and right. drive that train, drive that car. Right. Um, whereas if you're just leaning back and waiting and wanting the marketing team to tell you what to do to market the book, your agent to tell you what to do to do whatever, you know, like it might work out, but it's just not going to, you're not going to hit your full potential. I think another facet of this specific issue is for authors who are not at the stage of having an agent or at the stage of having a book deal when you're starting out, when you're still learning, when you're still establishing yourself, it, it can look like you do. You take the advice, mm -hmm. 
but it can be paralyzing Mm -hmm. how much advice is out there. And because we're not generally speaking goal setters or great planners or, you know, amazing at following through on the step-by-step things, like we can see the big picture really well, but it's for me, especially, um, I find it really hard to see how the little bite size stuff that I'm doing today, how that's going to add up over time. And so, yeah, when you, when you get this beginning advice, yeah, you'll, you'll follow it eventually, but there's just too much to be done. And it's mm-hmm. just, and it all looks like it all has the same level of importance, mm. you know, we really need like a, a, here you go, Amanda, here's your, your next two nonfiction books. You can write one that's type A and one that's type B and then <laughs> focus it on, okay, you type A's, this is your step-by-step guide on how to launch your book. Hmm. And the type B's, you'll sell some type A books, but it's the type B book. That's going to be the one that's the money maker. <laughs> you're going to lay out like a, a four month step-by-step guide right. and you can print out this calendar on the PDF and it's going to have exactly when you need to do this and exactly when, oh, if someone could just plan for me, that would be amazing. Uh, to the point though, like if though, it's like, if I plan it all for you, then you're not going to get those ideas of how to really maximize the audience that you have. Cause you know, your audience so much better than I do. See for, for me personally, this may not be true of type B's, but for me personally, having a skeleton framework is great. Cause I can mm-hmm. still I can still dance around that. I can still weave my colorful ribbons, but I do need that skeleton framework, Hmm. which is what I do for myself now. I, when I'm writing a book, I do have a basic skeleton framework where I have to break it down so that, because I I won't see it in the day to day. I'll Hmm. I'll see it four months or four weeks down the road when I have made the appropriate amount of progress. Oh yeah. Writing 1200 words a day does get it done or, Hmm. you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah. it just doesn't feel like a big deal to skip Wednesdays That's and then the Thursday and then Saturday. Okay. The next one. One thing I've noticed with type B's is sometimes they have like a, a, like, oh, it'll be okay. It'll work itself out mindset. Not to say that they don't stress over things or have anxiety over things, but there can be this just like, eh, I'm just going to push this over here to the side and not think of it mindset. Um, and I think, <laughs> I think this helps the process because again, type B people, they aren't, they're not going to get, they're not going to allow themselves to get hung up on every little thing. Right. I don't Um, need answers for every question right now. Right. But I would say it's, it's important to be careful with simple, with simply just going along with everything. Right. Because yes, you're working with experts theoretically. Um, You know, if, if you're, whether you're self-publishing your book or professionally publishing your book, you're working with experts along the way, but you bring a lot to the table as well. And so just this tendency to kind of push away, it'll be okay. It'll work itself out. No, I would love to see type B type B people step in and help be part of the solution to some right. of the big issues that they face. Well, and one of the things you covered with type A's is that they don't let things slip through the cracks. Mm -hmm. And what you're describing is exactly how type B's let things slip through the cracks because it's, it's, we're perfectly comfortable saying, I don't have an answer for that. I don't really need an answer for that right now. And then time passes and you just kind of forget about it, or Mm -hmm. you're just relying on like, oh, I'm sure it'll be fine. It'll, I'll figure something out at some point. 
and some point just never arrives. Yeah. Okay. And lastly, I think type B's have a great ability to, I wrote, they have work-life balance, but what I mean by that is they're able to set aside their work when life happens. They can do that more easily than type A people. Mm -hmm. And that's a good thing. That's healthy. Um, and I think it helps keep type B people sane to be able to do that. Yeah. But one thing I've noticed is with that type B people are more likely to step away from their book when things get hard, when the sales numbers aren't what we need Mm. them to be, Mm -hmm. then type B people, well, I tried like, Mm, I tried, I did all, I did all, I did all the marketing things they told me to do. I don't know what else to do. So let's just go back to being mom or being an engineer or, you know, whatever other hats that they have. Right. Um, and then that's it. Then once the author steps away from a book project for sales, it ain't going to be picking back up. (laughs) So that's just the big example I see. Or even stepping away from marketing, stepping away from doing their social media, stepping away, taking like long breaks. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now I identify with it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That one I do. Hey, I haven't told you this yet, but you're going to be so proud of me. I started my newsletter this week and it's mostly because my type A husband keeps insisting and then said, come downstairs. We're doing this. It's going to take an hour. (laughs) Okay. Now you just got to make sure that you... Just got to make sure that you keep cranking out those well, newsletters. And I, and I have been like actually intentional about posting things on my author page. Yeah. I have 11 people, Amanda. You got to start somewhere. But hey, but- by the time this episode is done airing, it'll just, it'll just skyrocket. Be- I love it. I kind of love it because uh, like I posted something and it reached like 48 people. And then it, it showed me my analytics of like, wow, your traffic has increased 4,800%. You're like, screen grab that and send it to a publishing house. Look at this. I'm on track. Oh, that is, I mean, that's just so important for type Bs to be chipping away at things and to stick with things. Yes. And that's what I'm doing. Things. Mm-hmm. That's just, that's, yep. that's most of the battle. Just stick with it. Even when it seems like it's not doing anything or there's only 11 people. <laughs> Just, I love those 11 people. I don't know who they are. I can't figure out if I can see their names or not. So there you have it. Wrapping up our series, our two-part series on type A and type B and how those personalities play into your publishing experience, your book experience, and then things that you can do to just make life better, easier, and your book hopefully more successful. And when you finish this episode, please go to Facebook and search for Carice Crow. My author page is active now. You can follow me. I'm there and I'm doing things. (laughs) Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Gate Crashers podcast. If you found value in this episode or in any of the episodes we've done, you can drop a tip in our tip jar. You can send a tip via PayPal. Simply use our link, paypal.me slash gatecrashers, or log into PayPal and search us using our username, which is at gatecrashers. And be sure to be here next week for a brand new episode. 